0: Unarmored Talk presents Recon Marine, one of my toughest challenges with today's guest, Staff Sergeant Dustin Dooley. And don't forget to go to my YouTube channel, Mario P. Fields, YouTube. Watch these amazing videos and um, hey, hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel or download this episode um, on other platforms. Give us that rating review and continue to support Unarmored Talk podcast ladies and gentlemen welcome to unarmored talk podcast i'm your host mario p fields and today's guest is staff sergeant dustin dooley united states marine corps you know i i, I met him in camp schwab in okinawa japan one of the most inspirational or motivated, motivated marines i've ever believe it or not i've met him in my 26 years and so it's pretty awesome to connect now as a, as a veteran now you know now he's moving on doing great things first he's with first recon and now on his way to basic reconnaissance course uh, to, be, uh, to be an instructor. Staff Sergeant, welcome to Armor Talk Podcast.
1: It's great to see you. Great to talk to you. It's been a while.
0: It has man. but but you know, I feel like I've known you for years because so you just, you're just a good person, and uh, you motivate me.
1: Yeah, it's, it's always great receiving that random text from you, so it's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, tell the listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself, my friend.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, originally from Kansas, grew up, born and raised there. Uh, wrestling was my passion and I uh, grew up doing that from three years old to high school, wrestled in college, did one year of coaching and then uh, decided that my bucket list for wrestling was over and it was time to join the Marine Corps as a, I'm a fourth generation of military. Wow. And um, yeah, I went into uh, the military as a... 03XX knowing that I could uh volunteer for recon and uh went over to recon at the split and made a uh, recon my uh, first try going through and got uh pushed out to Okinawa Japan where um I was able to uh one meet you and uh then also uh worked my way up through the uh billet and uh, was able to take over as a team leader out there on a dive team and uh after my tour and a couple times on ship, I then pushed my way over to First Recon where I uh, was in two different companies and uh, this last one I was in Bravo Company where I was a team leader for a direct action team and uh, we went out on a, a Mew for, it was about an eight and a half month deployment, so now I'm uh, currently at Combat Instructor School getting ready to go be a BRC instructor now, so I'm getting the full yeah, full circle from where I started, so it's a pretty nice. cool experience.
0: Nice, you you know now it's time for you to give all those those skill sets back right to the community.
1: Oh yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to be able to teach. It's teaching something I really enjoy, so it's awesome.
0: Well, what well, you know, you know, I know for a fact that you've had some uh, challenging training, um, operations, some some challenging deployments. I mean, not everybody could be a reconnaissance marine, and um, and you've done it. And I know you've had some times where you're like, "Man, what the heck?" But, but you know, here it is, May of 2020. My memory serves me correct. You know, you're getting ready to go on a deployment with a Marine Expeditionary Unit out of the West Coast, and and right before you deploy, you face one of the toughest challenges um, since you you know since you're in the title Marine. Yeah. What was that?
1: Yeah. So I was uh, down in Coronado. Uh, we were conducting VBSS, so visit board search and seizure, mm-hmm. where we take over, uh, if we need to take over a boat or a ship or something, you know, and it's pretty high-risk training and uh, received a message from my sister and said, uh, haven't seen mom, and I'm like, did the math, and I'm like, it's 930, you know, like, that's mm-hmm. that's not normal, you know, and uh, called my dad, and he's like, yeah, we're going, I'm down at the police station trying to figure it out. And, you know, uh, Mm. my, they ended up, you know, finding my mom, but my mom passed away. Um, she, she was killed and, uh, she received a, you know, gunshot in um, Mm. in a small town of Kansas. And, uh, it just didn't make sense. And, uh, I was able to go home, see mom, but, uh, you know, that was my focus in, but I had to do that turnover. My guys are doing really high risk training. Yeah. They had a Turnover with my ATL. He was able to take charge on that. Uh, went home, was able to, you know, do the whole see her, then go through the funeral. And then, uh, then I get, then I go back home. I go back to California and it's uh, a roller coaster of emotions. But, uh, I mean, I have a deployment in three months. So, wow.
0: So you're 90 days out from deployment. You have, you know, you, you have all of this, this, these uh, obligations on your shoulder and mom is essentially murdered, if you will. Right, right. Uh, at a young age, I'm assuming. Right. Yeah. Um, what What emotions did you experience on your way back to Camp Pendleton? Camp Pendleton? Right. You know, what, what emotions did you experience as you're trying to process this and get ready to deploy in a harm's way?
1: Yeah, it's really tough. Uh, luckily, I, um, I wasn't alone. So mm. I'm on a seven-man team plus a doc, so we could say eight. And the coolest thing was a lot of my guys on my team were Christians. So, um, you know, I, I didn't just go home and they just trained. Right. I went home and they continued to to message me. They continued to send me uh, daily prayers, you know, like that that is something that like helped me, you know, cuz you know, going through that process it was like did I need to talk to mom more? Like what was going on, you know, like you start going down a you can go down a really lonely hole. Yeah. Uh, could I have done better? Could I uh you know, this, that, and the other, and once you start saying, could I, should I have, that's a bad hole to go down, you know, and so I really, um, my, my wife's a Christian, her parents are both pastors, so having that connection, I was able to uh, take that full on, and they're able to talk me through things, and I mean, I was just talking to you recently, like, a couple days ago yesterday, like, terrible day, you know, and those are it's okay to have those days it's okay to um, be emotional about things because that just shows how much you love someone but um, to keep it in to you know build bad habits uh, it's not the way to go you know i I really turn to lifting weights uh you know just reading daily prayers um, talking to God more than I've ever done before
0: right. so uh
1: just trying to turn. You can't turn it into a positive, but you can take positive actions to make the situation not into a, another bad situation, should I say.
0: You, you know, that's interesting because the, 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 the framework of the podcast is, is to, to be aware, right? Be aware of your emotions and gain a better understanding of them but to choose to develop a, a, not not the accurate, but a accurate way of thinking to improve the outcome. And, 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 And I love how you, oftentimes you hear people talk about physical fitness, you know, mental fitness, spiritual fitness. I like how you articulated what spiritual fitness did for you and then how your teammates leveraged spiritual fitness, their belief in Christ and God, and use that to get you through a situation uh, while living. You know, so 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 now you're just dealing with this. You got a great team sending you prayers, praying for you. You're still battling with these emotions, but you're making choices to make it a positive situation. And we all know it's, it, we, it probably is it the toughest, one of the toughest challenges. Oh, yeah. So, so now you deploy. Does things get better? So...
1: I made sure to, you know, save a whole bunch of songs on my phone. And I, I listen to every night, like I'm around a lot of alpha males and whether, you know, I mean, you're there listening to all kinds of music
0: and
1: you know, I listen to whatever. This
0: well, is an armor talk. You can tell me what type of music they were listening to. Right.
1: But <laughs> I, I, every night I got in the shower, Yeah, played Christian music and not one person questioned it. Everybody knows what I'm going through. And Mm -hmm. every night for the first, we say four and a half, I'd say three months at least I cried every single night in the shower and the guys didn't question it at all. Mm. I, it was, they, they listened all types of music and I was, I was just like, they all knew what I was going through and it was my choice to go on this deployment and I'd play this Christian music and I cried every single night for three months straight. And, wow. um, it guys just got it. And, um, they, they didn't say a word. And it was just like, when you're on a ship, you don't have your time alone. Right. So, and, and I'm preparing for exercises. I'm preparing to go over to work, go work a mission. Like I, I have to have my time. And that was my time. Yeah. But then. The other 23 hours, I mean, I could be woken up or whatever. And that is the Marine Corps time, you know, and my team's time. And um, so I took that time to just really uh, pray, to listen to songs. I listened to songs, uh, Christian songs. I listened to songs about um, like my mom's case is unknown. So I listened about suicide. I listened about taking your life. I listened to some really hard things and I, I felt like I had to just take it head on. It wasn't. I I don't know, my mind might be a little twisted, but I had to listen to those things, those things that made me cry because I just wanted to get that emotion out. I didn't want to be bottled up. I didn't want to go off on my guys because of something that that I'm feeling. Um, So, um, But being able to be on ship, to handle my emotions that way, but also just talking, like having a platoon commander, having a company commander, Having a platoon sergeant that all understood, you know, I'm working my butt off, but hey, let's let's like, Dooley might need a little bit of time on this, you know, or uh, he might have an attitude this day because oh yeah, he is going through things. And I think you know, um, yeah. not even just the military. Whatever job you're in, you don't know what people are experiencing, and you got to really. I, I think it's funny when people are like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Everybody says I'm doing good and just keeps walking.
0: Yeah, standard. Yeah, right. Uh, right. How are you doing? I'm great.
1: I, I said that last night when I was walking my dog and crying, <laughs> you know. But I wasn't, you know. And it, it I think it's more than that. And you got to have those actual conversations instead of those bypass. And, uh, but I was able to relay my feelings and my emotions, um, by people hearing uh, Christian music, and I didn't even have to say anything. They just heard it and. I think it helped people around me, you know, because not everybody's doing great on ship. Nobody wants to be on ship. And so they're hearing, you know, uh, the word and uh, through music. And then um, we went over to the Somerset and uh, there was a chaplain over there. His name was Chaplain Cho. Awesome. And he, during during church one time, um, he asked me something and it it was like the question – that like made my brain flip. And it was like, I understand I am on my way of understanding and processing, you know, maybe six months later, you know, from my mom passing away, what did happen? And, you know, and he, he said, what was the hardest thing you ever had to realize? I just started crying. Right. And I wrote down, my mom has gone to heaven. I knew my mom was in heaven. But to, I guess, understand that was a different thing. Right. That guy held me in his arms. I cried. And like, he was there for me, you know, and just having somebody around, someone to talk to, I was able to then work on my emotions to the point where, I mean, God does crazy things. Uh, Same
0: same (laughs) things, (laughs) too.
1: Yeah. So we cross the international dateline. Out of all the days in in the year, what day did we cross the international dateline? On my mom's birthday, I gotta I I gotta experience my mom's birthday and celebrate her life two days in a row. The day we got off ship. Um, before that, I sent out you know a, a message, "Hey, going through Mother's Day, going through this, going through that." I said to all my team, said to my leadership, "Like, hey." My emotions are off. This is why. And it was great to just be able to get that out and just be able to talk to someone and, and talk to them and have them understand the day we got off. My mom was, my mom passed away May 20th of 2020. We got off ship May 20th of 2021. The next year, the exact date when I'm supposed to be happy getting off ship, seeing my beautiful wife. And it's that day. And, uh, you know, we kind of talked about it. it's a choice. Am I going to be sad about it, or do I get to celebrate her life? And you wow. know, I can be down in the dumps, and I can yeah. really, uh, you know, go internal, or I can celebrate all the things that my mom and I did. You know, so um, it was it was wild to like experience those two things, you know, on those exact dates, like. That will never, that there's no way that could ever line up again,
0: you know? Yeah, and if it does, we're gonna have to play the lottery. I mean, yeah, it does, yeah it does, I it need to put to. some humor, but, but you know, and I like how you, you know, you talked about it, it you chose. You, you, you didn't have to uh, be positive. You could have been depressed and in, in, in operable um, and ineffective, but you yeah. chose. You chose to listen to Christian music. You chose to to, to reinforce your faith in Christ and your beliefs, you know, your beliefs in the Bible and the Scripture and things of that nature. You know, you chose to open yourself up to your teammates, and regardless of what 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 criticism or judgment you may have, you know, yeah, you're a marine, you know, you're a recon, you know what? But you chose, and look look at what happened, you know, and look at the results of choosing um and and improving the outcomes of a situation while living which was devastating yeah um you know from me just interviewing you and just learning more during this interview if you had to leave any you know advice give any advice to anybody and that's in any industry um because we're all living and there's events we're going to experience that we can't control what advice would you give them going through something like what you just went through.
1: There's, there's a lot of actions you can do. And we've talked about those, but one thing kind of didn't talk about was surrounding yourself. It's a cliche thing, but it's so true. Surround your people, yourself around people that you want to be like Christian, like people, uh, if that's your motive and be around positive people, you know, uh, six, seven man team that I'm on all of them went to church with me other than, you know, it wasn't, maybe one didn't, you know, and that's, he could do whatever he wants, but I had such a support system all the time. One of my best friends, a Christian, his best friend, which is one of my best friends is a pastor, you know, um, my mother and father-in-law pastors, you know, my wife, a Christian, and just being able to surround yourself with positive people, because the moment you're around people that aren't, uh, that are, you know, going through negative things or whatnot, it's great to lift those people up. But if, if they're just complaining to complain, and they're not really experiencing anything, it's easy to get in that rabbit hole and go down with them. So I would say surround yourself around people that you want to be like, that are going to lift you up, because those people have such an impact on you.
0: Well, you've had an impact on me from, I mean, just because I was a Sergeant doesn't mean anything. You can influence up, you can influence down, you can influence laterally. It yeah. does horizontal, vertical, doesn't matter. And I will tell you this, I, I can see it through your behavior, your belief structure and what you believe and how you think um, is definitely a positive thing. And it made an impact on me. I truly appreciate you. I, yeah, I truly appreciate you having the courage to remove your armor, uh, to come on an Armor Talk podcast. And if anybody ever wanted to follow you, right, I know you guys probably don't do a lot of social media, but if anyone ever wanted to find you or follow you, how could they actually find you, Staffs Art?
1: They can find me on email uh, if you want to put that on, but um, I'm pretty easy just to find on Facebook um, or Instagram. So um, just look me up by my name and I'm on there. I'm more than willing to answer any questions, whether it's – Going through times like this, I'm definitely there for anybody at any time. Um, going the military route, um, whatever you, whatever you guys want to go through, whatever you guys want to talk about, um, I'm here.
0: Truly appreciate it, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, we'll see you later, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it from Staff Sergeant Dooley. I mean, what an amazing story in regards to how his team came together. Knew he was struggling. Uh, with some life events and um, and helped him get through it personally. I mean, you have teammates that are always there a lot of times professionally, sometimes personally, you know, you, you start searching for people. Um, it's kind of hard to find them, but they're there. They're out there. And for those who are teammates supporting someone uh, that's going through something challenging, uh, just listen to this episode and use these skills that staff Sergeant had highlighted and help that person right get through some challenges while living.